Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Sarcastic Mind. I'm your host Chris, and today I'm joined by Justin, and we're going to be talking about Game of Thrones Season 8, Episode 3, just kind of a recap of what we felt about it, um, some things that we liked, some things that didn't really make sense to us, and and look, before we get into it, there are probably, I mean, I'm sure they're out there, but me and Justin both are huge fans of Game of Thrones, have been for years. Um, but there are some things coming into the episode that we were really hoping to see that I felt they kind of built up for several seasons that we didn't see play out. And, um, you know, we all got together, me, Justin, and a couple of our other friends got together, uh, watched the episode, and... Um, I'll let Justin kind of get into his overall thoughts, but I like the episode as a whole. There were just some th- some glaring issues that I can't overlook. That if I overlook them, then I'm just kind of setting myself up to be disappointed. So, um, the first thing I want to get into is the first thing that I kind of had an issue with, and that's when the the Red Woman. Um, Melisandre, right? Yes, yes. She comes up, and first of all, I don't know how she got there because she would have had to go through an entire army of White Walkers, I guess, or maybe she can just teleport. I don't know. And she goes up, and she starts, like, lighting all the swords, and that's awesome, and it looked really cool. And then they pretty much just sacrifice themselves. They go out there, they're, everyone else is just chilling in the back, and they're just like, oh, well, I guess we'll just see how this goes. And then one by one, you see the lights, and when I saw it, it, it looked really cool, you know, seeing the lights, like, gradually dwindle you know, dwindled down to less and less. But I feel like that's something that they were like, hey, this is going to look really cool, but it didn't make any sense. Like, why would they send them out by themselves to just, I mean, did they think that that was going to work? You know what I'm saying? Justin, do you, do you uh, have any comments on that? I mean, that's the least of my the the my worries with, with this episode. But, yeah, I mean, I, I thought that that was – to me, this – the episode last week was like the build-up episode. And so this episode was like – I don't know, the runtime was like 80-something minutes. So – but all last week, you could it was just a build-up episode, and I loved it. I think it set the stage for characters. I think it set the stage for, like, an epic battle. And so that part was awesome. Like, I was very hyped when she comes up and does all that. And, like, yeah, I mean, from a battle standpoint, I mean, I know the Dothraki are, like, you know, aggressive and stuff. But like you said, like, I mean, they have the – like, you want the White Walkers and the, you know, the, the Whites or whatever you call them uh, – the undead, I guess, to come to you. And then they just go out there. It's kind of, it was kind of funny. I mean, it was cool. Cause it, it just kind of shows you like how dangerous they are. But like, we already know that we already know how powerful this army is. I mean, Jon Snow has been saying it since season three and I'm going to get into a big problem I have with that. But right now, yeah, I'm with you. It's like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. You, know? you and... just got some freak. I mean, it was really cool scene. But I wish they would have just like, I, yeah. I mean, it, again, that I really didn't think too much about that. But now that you mention it, it's like uh, that wasn't a good strategy at all. Like, what did they think they were going to get done? You know. And then, um, so l- let me go ahead and point out some of the things that I did like because I feel like we're going to focus more on the the negatives, um, just because you know we expect a lot from this show. This isn't just some run of the mill show. This is one of the greatest shows of all time, if not the greatest. And um, so some of the things I liked, I liked that they, uh, the dragon stuff that they had was awesome. I mean, it looked amazing. It looked better than some of the million dollar budget movies that come out uh, over the summer. I mean, I I just felt that that looked, even though you couldn't see it, a lot of it because it was so dark, but it looked really good. Um, I really liked that they had, 
that it was just kind of chaotic. I know people complained that it was too dark and that they couldn't see. I, I kind of liked that you couldn't see all the time what was going on. It just kind of made you feel that much more like, like it's that chaotic of a battle. Um, and then I felt that they, uh, they did certain characters justice uh, and it made sense for them to live. But there were other characters that I, I felt they, they kind of built it up like, oh, here, here it goes. This is where we're going to lose this character. And then it didn't happen. And then they did that with certain characters like three or four different times. Like Brienne, they had a thing where they like didn't slow it down, but they had like that music playing. And you thought she was going to die like three or four different times. Um, I'm trying to think of, of something else that before we get into the big things that really uh, kind of bugged us. I, uh, just one of my main points is that I didn't think, I, I'm shocked that all the main characters survived and not only that but i felt like all the people that did die were kind of like theon i guess is the most popular the most important him or uh Jara or whatever um but like gray worm there's no way he should have been able to fight them off and then get in and survive that i i just felt it was unbalanced and, in, and i felt in previous seasons of game of thrones those people would have died you know what I'm saying? Like I felt, I feel like they're in the past when they were going off the books, there were people that would die all the time. Important people that you had no clue were going to die. They would die at a drop of a hat. Now it's kind of like, it's almost kind of fan service, you know, like, Oh, we're going to keep these people around as long as possible just for the sake of keeping them around. Did, did you get that feeling at all? honestly, I don't really care about if they die. Like I I think people get so wrapped up and like, man, like there should be more deaths or these people should have lived. Like, I think, I think if it just feels right, it feels right. So like, even though some of these deaths have been shocking on game of Thrones, when you, when you look at the episode, you're like, shit, man, that was kind of like, even though it hurt like hell, like that, that fits that narrative, you know, with this, it was like, they did all that build up with the characters. My main issue was this. They did all this great buildup, obviously since the show began, about this the war with the White Walkers and the Night King. Okay, and I, I want to get in later about the Night King in general, but the they they built it up for so long, and Jon Snow has been the spearhead of all of it. Like he's really been the guy who's been why well, everybody else thought he was you know you know nothing, Jon Snow. This dude knew what he was talking about, and he gathered all these people. He, he, he defied all these odds. He brought together the wildlings. He, you know, he got everybody there. He reclaimed the North. And then we get to this and you mentioned the dragons, but he's just flying around on a dragon for most of the fight. And the problem I have with that is, is he know, like if anybody should be out there calling the shots on the battlefield or being out there and kind of like, should have let them know in advance what to expect that you would have thought they would have had some type of better strategy than him you know, just kind of flying around, like trying to take care of a dragon. Well, and so I, I, I agree. I agree. But at the same time, I felt, and I'll let you get back right back to your point, but I felt that they, they have two dragons, so they have to use them. And the only two people that can ride them are John and Daenerys. So to me, that kind of made sense, but I understand. I would have liked to see John on the battlefield. But why more. did both of them have to go after the one? You know what I mean? Like I mean, it would have just made more sense to have one of the dragons sitting back and like fighting with the other people or like, you know, I don't know. That's again, that's not even the biggest issue I have, but back to the, what we were talking about with the characters, you got all these great characters. They're finally all in one spot. The entire episode, there's no dialogue between any of the characters. And I know that it's like, they're probably sitting there thinking, Hey man, well, if you're in a real war, like blah, blah, I get that man, but this is a television show. And, like, the, the best battle scenes or the best action scenes always have that break where, like, there's those moments of conversation or just a quick moment of, you know, whatever, and you didn't have any of those moments. Like, you didn't have any of those moments with Brienne and Jamie, which I thought were missed opportunities that they were fighting side by side. Tormund, you didn't have any moments with him. He's one of the most, like, fun characters to watch, and he doesn't get any dialogue in the episode. I mean, it's just one of those things like they concentrated so much on the special effects of flying around with the dragons. They concentrated so much on the battle, but it got repetitive after a while, man. I mean, they were just killing like undead, like over and over. 
And I just wish they would have had more of those moments that you were talking about where like they kind of slowed it down where like there would have been some exchanges like, you know, brands being held down and like Jamie's like saying something to her or something and they're fighting and they get like a little break and they say something, you know, like the the characters should have been discussing something about the battle every now and then. Like it it was just kind of odd. I just thought that they wasted such an opportunity there having all these great characters together finally. And I just felt like it was a they, – they, you know, with the great buildup they did in the episode before, there should have been some emotional – like the battle just seemed kind of mindless for half of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it did. Because it, it was just like the same thing over and over, like 20 enemies, dead, 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 dead. It's kind of like uh, – it reminds me a lot of those Lord of the Rings battles. Like when you go back and watch them, a lot of that fight is just – yeah, it lasted a long time, but it, it's kind of the same stuff over and over and over again. And um, I, I just felt that it, it was it was so unrealistic for all of those people on the front lines to to still be alive. You know. Um, well, let me. I want to add something real quick because I don't want to just be all negative. You mentioned the red woman. To me. And we'll talk about Arya here in a little bit. I know that like most people think she's the MVP. I get it. To me, the 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 best character arc of the whole episode was Melisandre. Yeah, that she was amazing in this episode. Every time she was on screen, it was cool. The be- in my opinion, the best part of the entire episode is when she's having to light the flames and she's not sure if she's going to be able to, and she keeps like basically begging for those things to come on, and those things are coming. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's what the that's what the scene should have been like. We're like, yeah, I mean, it's hectic, but you're you're on a character, you're feeling in the moment. You're like, gosh, dude, like, get that freaking flame on. Like, you know, it was just an awesome scene. And those are the more of the scenes I wanted from this from this episode, especially with it being eighty plus minutes. Yeah, and I, I was talking with someone that I work with today, and we were going back and forth. And and look, I get it. Most everybody I've talked to, in fact, everybody I've talked to, other than me and you, really, um, just goes on and on about how amazing it was and this and that. And and I do agree that like seeing it and the way they shot it was was awesome. I, I just felt that. And maybe they hyped it up. There was just too much hype for it to ever reach what I wanted it to be. But she, no, she there wasn't it. too much hype, Chris. They, they they literally hyped it up from the from episode one. Yeah. I mean the the opening scene of the entire show was this. Yeah. And, so I don't think we're being unfair. I mean, again, dude, like I could. There's a ton of great stuff. I mean, ton of great stuff in the episode. Don't get me wrong. But it's just like you said this was something that the entire show has been building up towards. And so, yeah, I'm a little hard on it, but it's like you said, it's one of the greatest shows ever made. I just, this was the episode to hit a home run on. Like you, you, you needed to hit a home run on this episode and I, and you know, we'll get into some other problems we had, but you know, I don't want to be too hard on it because I know how much work goes into making these shows. But at the same time, it's like, I do think there were some big misses on this episode. Yeah. And they, um, she she made she made a comment that she was like oh I was happy that all these people still are alive and I and I told her I said that's not Game of Thrones like to me Game of Thrones separated itself from every other show because it had Ned Stark dying in the first season it had the Red Wedding it had all these things that you didn't want to happen. But for it to, for the story to move forward, it was necessary for it to happen. You know what I'm saying? And I oh, felt, yeah. and I felt that in previous seasons, if this same battle would have taken place, I'll, I'll put it this way: if George R. R. Martin would have written this, half those people would have died. You know what I'm saying? And I just feel like now they're kind of getting to this thing where it's like, it's more about great moments with 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 these characters. Like they want to have the great moment even if it kind of doesn't really fit. Um, I'll, I'll give you an example. So, uh, and this is something that I know me and you both had a real big kind of issue with, and we were hoping that this didn't happen, was uh, Leanna Mormont, the little girl. Mm-hmm. She, this whole time, every time you see her, she's just talking all this shit, basically. You know, basically, like, 
And the first time you see her, it's like, oh, that's that's pretty badass, you know. But the more that you see her, it's just like, okay, you know, like you're not the one out there fighting. You're not the one out there doing this. So she finally is in the battle, and this freaking undead giant comes through the thing. And it comes in and just swats her away. And again, in previous seasons, I felt like she would have just been impaled on something, and that would have been the end of it, right? But no, she was able to grab this thing, run 50 yards without killing a single White Walker. And then as this thing picks her up and is crushing her to death, she's still able to stab it in the eye and and kill it. And to me, and even though she died in the process, like I just felt that was so, it's just so ridiculous. You know, Um, here's the, here's the problem I have with that. I wouldn't have minded that. But I, I guess we can just get into it now. <laughs> Jon Snow, ever since last season, I'll say, okay, they've made this dude a bystander, okay? And that is not Jon Snow, man. And I know that, like, you know, they're wanting to play this thing up with the drama with him and Danny. The the reason Jon Snow has always been my favorite character is because he, he, he was the moral compass. He did things that he believed in, even if they were the dumb decision even if they were a decision that ultimately got him killed, but he did it out of like honor and out of like, because it was the right thing to do. And ever since then, they've just made his character quite frankly, boring. I mean, the, the, the whole time, like they've been building up him and the night King. Okay. They've been building up. Like he's been the one who set all this in motion, and he doesn't even get any type of moment in this episode whatsoever. I mean, the moment you finally like he's sitting there facing off with the Night King, I, I was I was hyped, man. I was like, oh shit, dude! Like this is gonna be badass. Like I don't know how, what's gonna happen, but he's like running up to the Night King, and nothing happened. I mean, and again, in Hard Home, they already showed him bringing up the dead. You know, that's how that episode ended, and it was like one of the most badass scenes in Game of Thrones. You know, and and then Jon Snow once again, knowing that this shit's gonna happen, he's still running at him. All right. So that's my problem. It's like they constantly make Jon Snow come across as like, you know, half of the time you're like, golly, dude, he knows what he's done. Like, but then they just they, – they, they made him completely worthless in this episode, and it really upsets me because he's one of the best characters on the show. He's the one out of everybody there that knows what the threat is and knows how to fight him. And he doesn't even get any moments against any of the generals, any of the night against the night king or anything. And so, yeah, it does upset me when your major, one of your major characters, almost is like kind of on the sideline in a way. You know, I mean, well, I know he was on the thing fighting, but still. And that, and that's another huge opportunity I think that they missed was I would have liked to have seen the generals fighting Tormund, fighting Brienne. You know, like. That's what that's the people they should have been fighting. You know what I'm saying? Like, not just overrun by these things the entire time. I mean, those generals didn't do anything. The Night King kills Theon, but other than that, what did he do? Like, he didn't. And look, if if you want to say, oh well, he did this and this. I mean, think about it. For eight or seven, eight seasons, we haven't really seen him do that much. He killed a dragon with a spear. Um and killed Theon, what what else has he really done that you were just like, damn, dude, that guy's a freaking badass. Like, I can't- it's not about being a badass. It's, 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 the, it's the Night King is just not an interesting character, man. Well, He's probably because he doesn't talk. The one thing, he could be interesting even if he didn't talk. Like, he could still kind of be interesting, but he does, like, he's supposed to be the Night King, and I, I get he wants to get to Brand. But, like, he brings him and all of his generals there to, like, be – I don't know, man. There's just a lot of things that I just wish that they would have thought through. Like, you know, like you said, with having a great character like Tormund, he had mentioned fighting, uh, killing that giant in the previous episode, right? So, like, Tormund seeing that giant, that would have been a cool moment. Like, Tormund's, like, fighting the giant or, like – I just felt like all the buildup they did in the last episode, like uh, Jamie making Brianna Knight – None of it went into this episode at all. You know what I mean? Well, and another thing that irritated me is that you have Sam 
who is utterly worthless. You know, he keeps bringing up that, that White Walker that he killed, which was by accident, really, if I'm remembering it correctly. Um, but he, he gets like 20 people killed. And he's just, you know, he's, walk, he's running around the whole time, basically like a chicken with his head cut off. He might as well have been down in the, in the crypt or whatever. Um, and then, but he even had, he even had a good moment. He had that moment where he's on the, on the, he walks up to the battlefield in a, gosh, I can never remember this dude's name, but it's the dude from the night's watch, uh, who takes over about. for John. I just, yeah. I, I'm sorry. I can't remember his name. I should know that, but you know, he basically says like, Oh, like, you know, they make that little joke. Like those are the little moments I wanted, but I wanted them from the, the, the major characters. Like John and Danny didn't have any moments in this episode. They were flying around. They didn't have any moments. Um, well, I think that Danny had more of a moment because apparently I guess she learned how to sword fight at some point and she's killing, like she probably killed 10 to 15 white walkers by the time. But even, but even then, even then when he's protecting her, there was no moment. Like, it's like he's protecting her and he's like doing all this. He's getting stabbed, but I wanted to see the the emotion and like the uh like again i I don't want to keep saying dialogue it didn't even have to be dialogue but just like an exchange of a look or something see i'll I'll disagree i'll disagree with you on the draw and uh and i hope i'm saying his name right on him no i just meant in the episode in general not that scene i just meant in somewhere in that episode you know what i mean Um, um so let's let's move ahead a little bit to um let's let's talk about aria so Arya is everyone's hero now. And and look, I I like the fact that they they had her be the one that that cuz you're you're really not seeing that coming, but I, I wish that they like you said, I wish they would have given John a moment to have that one-on-one fight or even him fighting some of the generals or something. Like you've been like you said, they've been hyping this up forever. And and this is John's fight. Like I know that John is Aegon now and all that, and he's rightful heir, and they're gonna play that up in the last two episodes. But this was John's mission the entire series. Yeah. John didn't give a shit about anything else. This was his sole purpose was to bring was to stop the White Walker. He was the only one who was who was telling people that this was the threat. Yeah. So that's why it honestly quite like it really kind of pisses me off because it's like, <laughs> dude, what are you doing? Like. I, I, I'm with you. I don't mind Arya killing the Night King. I, I had a problem with how it happened, and they have John basically, again, doing stupid shit. He, he, I mean, what was he going to do against that dragon? He started he screaming at him. He was just going to get killed? Yeah. Like, I mean, I know they're trying to show, like, man, look, Jon Snow doesn't give a shit. But it makes him look stupid. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, I, I you know, I, and another thing, I, you know, I, I was talking to the same person about this episode, and they were just going on and on about how amazing it was. And she was, I was like, okay, explain to me how Arya is able to slip past an, a hundred, fifty to a hundred White Walkers. Not to mention all the generals and everybody else. She's able to just run right past, and she was like, well, she's, uh, what did she say? I want to say she said, like, she's sneaky or something. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like, that, that they should have at least shown you how she got there. Like, it, did she run through them? Did she climb up on a, on a tree or something? Like, what did she do? But they were so but, worried about it being a surprise and a great moment, her jumping through the air, that they didn't, that they didn't show you how she got there. Not only that, but when did the White Walkers become zombies as well? You know what I mean? Like the generals? Like like if she's able to – like I get the whole scene where she's like slipping past them because those things are technically, I guess, zombies, you know? It, I'm telling you, man, I got some weird Walking Dead vibes, like late, like late bad season Walking Dead like in this episode because this is why I stopped watching Walking Dead was because they just had a bunch of like meaningless things – that would happen that you would get irritated by. But for the first time ever, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, but they irritate us, but they're feel good moments for most people. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, but again, that's, that's what sucks. It's like, if me and you were sitting here saying, 
hey, man, we had a problem. Like, people are going to be like, oh, you didn't like that Arya did that? You want Jon Snow? That's not what I'm saying at all. I don't care that Arya did it. I thought that was cool. But like you said, like, I just think it could have been executed a lot better. And I think you could have still found a way for Jon to have a moment in this episode. I just felt like he's one of your most popular characters. He's one of the best characters in the show. And he didn't have any type of moment in this episode. My Another issue that I have is we're not any closer to understanding why the Night King was doing all this. Like, what was his motivation? What was his... You, you know what his end goal is, but why? You know, like, does he just not have a... He just wants to see it all burned down for whatever? Like... You got no sense after this episode of kind of where he was coming from. You know what I mean? And yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. Like, it, that's the issue I had too, man. And and again, I don't. I hate that I'm like just sticking on the negative because you know. But I just very rarely does Game of Thrones miss on anything, so it's it feels new, you know. Yeah. But yeah, the Night King. I, I hate to say it, the Night King is one of the most disappointing villains in TV history. Yeah. Like, honestly, like, and the reason I say disappointing is, is because if you look at like great villains and shows, you know, just for an example, like Gus from Breaking Bad or something, you know, yeah. like, well, if they were going to go this route, they, I think they should have just ended this storyline at the end of last season. Yeah. And then spent this whole season because honestly, I wanted them to fight the Night King and stuff, but the stuff with the Lannisters and Cersei, like I'm. I'm more interested in that because they've they've done a way better job of building up that villain. You know what I mean? Yeah, Cersei's Cersei's way more interesting. That's that's what I'm saying. Cersei's a great villain. Yeah, um, and I just hope that they again, don't. You weren't building ahead, up the. You weren't building up this thing for. I mean, I, again, man, I hate again. I'm I'm a little biased because Jon Snow is my favorite character. But if you're not, if you're if if you're sitting there and you're telling me that when he landed off of that thing and him and the night they had that great wide shot of him looking at the night king right and like chasing up on him if you were if you're telling me that you're not disappointed that there wasn't any type of skirmish there i think you're lying yeah like nobody i don't think there's anybody that was happy that john snow once again got caught surrounded by enemies and was just like oh shit because he did that shit in Battle of the Bastards, too. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think... I, Which I, was a great moment in that episode. But again, when does he learn his... Le- you know what I mean? They just yeah. never let him, like, evolve. I I think that people, when they go back and they watch that episode a couple more times, they're going to see the things that I think we're, we're seeing. And I know sometimes it's tough. I'll, I'll give you an example. So when... Uh, Dark Knight Rises came out. Uh, Dark Knight is one of my favorite movies of all time. It's in my top three, probably. Um, I was so excited for Dark Knight Rises, and I still really like Dark Knight Rises. But they're looking back, there are some kind of glaring kind of plot holes that maybe I overlooked the first time I saw it. You know what I'm saying? And with this, I almost did it with this too, because I wanted it to be perfect. I want it. So in my mind, I'm thinking, Oh no, that no, it, it was really good. You're just nitpicking, but no, like these are things that, and again, if this would have been season one and they hadn't built this all up the whole time, then it's not an issue. But when you've been building something since the first episode of the series, and none of your major people fight the Night King. None of your major people fight any of these generals that are there. Like, I just, I don't understand. It's almost like they, it completely didn't cross their mind. Like, they, they weren't, they were thinking about so many other things going on that they didn't focus on the small things that would have made this episode just incredible. Yeah, and I just want to say, like, the the direction of the episode was fantastic. Like, everybody involved is just, you know, amazing. Like, the guys who created the show, they know what they're doing. Like, I'm not, again, I I know it sounds like I'm being overly negative. I just, I truly love the show. You know what I mean? And so I'm just disappointed that, and again, I know that things aren't always going to go the way you want them to go on a show, but this one had so many of those moments just in this episode. And it was, it was truly the first time ever of watching Game of Thrones ever where I, or after an episode, I was like, damn dude, like that, 
that missed a few things. Like that's yeah. how that's how great the se- the series has been. It's like there's never been a time where after an episode, me and you have been saying, "Dude, that was shit." Like it's always been, "Dude, that was freaking incredible." Dude. Yeah. Now there were times after an episode where we were like, "Dude, what the fuck, man?" Like yeah, like I was sick to my stomach. Yeah, for like days. Red Wedding, sick to my stomach. Oberyn wrecked me for a couple days. <laughs> I was I was angry. Man, John what are the Snow, best? What are the best? memes i've uh, game of Thrones memes i've seen is this thing and it's it's showing someone watching that oberon versus the mountain and it's like and it's like oh shit he uh, uh all of his teeth are knocked out <laughs> oh crap he, yeah. he's gonna be blind oh my god <laughs> you know it's yeah. just like it just got worse and worse but, well, but and then that, even but, with Jon Snow, uh, I, I remember I always told you, I was like, dude, if something happens to Jon Snow, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm out, you know? And then, you know, end of season five, freaking Nightwatch freaking betrays him, you know? And But even as mad as I was at the show and as, and as pissed as I was, when I thought back on it, I was like, you know what, man? Like, that made sense. Like, the Night's Watch couldn't stand that he was wanting to, you know, do that, you know, unite the wildlings. Mm-hmm. And... They, you know, is they killed them, you know, and it, as much as it sucked, it felt like the right thing to do on the show. You know I'm, what I mean? I'm just telling you, right? And in, in this, and I'm going back to this discussion I had with, with my coworker is she she kept saying things like, "Oh, I just want um I want this person to, you know, I want Grey Worm to end up with this girl, and I want this," and I'm like, "You're you're." you're asking things of another show like that. That is not how game of Thrones has ever been. And I, and we talked about this right after we watched the episode. I said, I guarantee you that is not how it'll be written in the books. I said, our George R. R. Martin is not going to write it. He, things will be much different in the book. I guarantee you. Well, I hate to say it, but I feel like this is kind of what game of Thrones is now because even last season, there was episodes that were great, but you were kind of like, and again, this isn't about characters having to die. It's just characters staying true to who they are. And I feel like Jon Snow may, and the reason I keep bringing him up is because again, he's like the, probably the, you know, main, one of the top three main characters of the show. I feel like Arya's had a great arc. They've really stayed true to her the whole series. Like she earned to, to have that moment. I wish it would have been handled differently, but like that, it's really kind of been building up. So her character arc has been great. With John, I feel like they don't know what to do with him. I feel like they really sputtered it. Like once he united everybody, I feel like, and he, you know, won the battle of the bastards or whatever. Um, I'm just, I'm just a little upset with how I, they're handling his character. I think they, I'm assuming that he has a big role to play in the last three episodes. And I'm and I'm wanting to think that maybe they're thinking, hey, we got to give some of these other people. We don't want it to just be the Jon Snow show. We want all these but, other people the, to do things. But and don't you agree that that's a little bit of a problem if you're looking at your narrative like that? If you're like, man, we got to give something to this person. I mean, like, I, I I agree I agree with you, but I don't think it's a mistake to kind of divvy up a little bit of these things here and there. Like again, the Arya thing. If anyone other like say if, um. You know, I'm trying to think of someone that, like, if uh, Theon or if uh, somebody other than Arya or John would have killed the Night King, it, I would have had a major problem with it. Because it you know, just felt the moment. Like, yeah, sorry, I didn't mean that. I thought you were down. Sorry. No, you're fine. Uh, it just felt like that was their moment to have. You know what I'm saying? And but that's that's what I hate. Is like if we, like you're saying, if we're talking about, you know, like it, it's not, it's not. Uh, good or it should have been this way should have been that way it's not that simple it's like complex so that's what I'm trying to say like I'm not saying Jon Snow had to be the one to kill Night King or Jon Snow is the only person that should ever get great moments he's had a ton of them I just meant that I wish that since since from episode one like he's been such the the leader on this and this was his this was like his narrative the whole time was to get to this point and I just wish you would have had a moment, even if it's as simple as him getting there to Bran right before Night King shows up and him and Theon fighting together one last time. Yeah, you know? that'd have been really cool. I mean, I'm just saying like him, like like them basically both looking at each other like we're going to freaking die for for the for the Stark name or for the Nort, you know? Yeah. And like just to have that mo- like moments like that. And then Arya could have still came in and had her great moment. That That's what I'm trying to get across is like I have no problem with Arya being the one kill Night King. 
I just have a problem with the Night King character kind of being disposed of so quickly after all this buildup. And then also not having certain characters that have all been, even Jamie leading up to this point, you know, like to get here to fight for them. I just felt that should have been a bigger deal. Like Jamie Lannister, man, fighting for the freaking Starks. Like that should have been a big deal. And see, I, I love that Jamie is there and that he had those moments, you know, with Brienne and, and that he, you know, you kind of see his character come. I don't know if there's been a more complete 180 character turnaround more than Jamie. You know, you could say maybe yeah. Theon, but really it's, ja- I mean, if you think about what he does, you know, he throws Bran out of a window in the first episode and now look where he's at. But I just feel like now they've kind of, kind of have all the good guys on one team and you kind of have all the bad guys on one team. And in the past you had them kind of split up, you know, you Jamie was on the Lannisters and you really didn't like the Lannisters, but you liked him and Tyrion. You know what I mean? Like there were things about them that you liked. Um, yeah. And, and Tyrion, that that's the other thing. Tyrion Lannister is one of the best television characters ever. ever. Yeah. Great. Incredible character. I mean, Dinklage is perfect as him. This dude is just in the and again he's in the crypt the whole time and literally doesn't do anything. Yeah, they should have had him like jump on a you know like Sansa gets grabbed by one of them and he jumps on him and starts stat like give or him use something. his mind to get them out of that situation. Like he yeah. like he does a couple things where like he gets he trick you know he does something you know he was just they're just in there. Yeah, and Sansa as well. She's just in there. I mean, they had that great moment where they both kind of started looking at each other and it almost looked like they were gonna like maybe kill kill themselves or maybe they were just looking at each other like, Hey, like this if we're going to die, like it, I'm glad to die with you, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, man, I, I would have even liked for Jamie Lannister to fight night King as crazy as that sounds like he, this dude has lost his hand. Yeah. He's been taught by Brienne. Like maybe Brienne gets like knocked down and he steps up and like faces them. I mean, there's just so many moments I felt like they could have had still kept the moments that they, that everybody loved. But but there's you could have also had this other stuff happen is is my issue. Like yeah. I think that too many people like if you bring up some issues, they're like, oh, you didn't want Arya. No, it's just we we wanted certain other things to happen as well. You know. Yeah, and then um, you know, and I, and I thought a great, uh, really cool scene was when the Hound. You know, he he's kind of he's just giving up basically. He's like, man, screw it. There's no way we're gonna win. Uh, there's fire all around, so I'm sure he's probably kind of traumatized by that still a little bit. But then he sees Arya in trouble, and he just, without even thinking, he just, at, you know, goes to help her. I really like that. Um, but, you know, I was watching uh, Angry Joe, which is a, a podcast and a show on um, YouTube, and they, they review movies and stuff. And he, he brought up a really good point where he said, you know, Arya has a couple drops of blood hitting the, the thing, and they are so in tuned to sound that they could hear that and react and know where it's coming from. But yet she can run across snow for however far and nobody hears her. Nobody picks up on the fact that she's right by them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and, and look, I, I get that they wanted to do it as a surprise and I, and I get that they wanted to do it as something you didn't see coming. I, I understand that, but you're lying to yourself if you say that that makes sense. Well, and there's also the the good surprises that Game of Thrones have had have made sense. Like when Rob Stark got killed and the Red Wedding happened, it, everybody hated it. It was brutal, but it made sense. Like there was yeah. foreshadowing up to that, right? Yeah. If Arya would have killed the Night King, there's been foreshadowing to that. It's just how it happened. Yeah. That whole scene lasted five minutes, and it was just the Night King walking up towards Bran. Yeah. And and then, you know, and then you open up a whole bunch of different questions about like, dude, what the fuck? What's the Night King doing? Like, why is he even there, dude? Like, like you said earlier, like, what's his motive? Like, when you don't get that, it does. It, it is a bit, you know, I, I don't want to say lazy, but I just feel like it's almost like they didn't know they, they had to get six episodes in. And it's like they this episode it's almost like they tried to. They had to in in this battle in this episode, you know. Well, like there was and no... it's almost and, and it's almost. I mean, if you look back at like the major like best villains in TV and in movies, you 
you understood a little, even if it didn't, even if it was crazy or you wouldn't do it that way, like you kind of understood why they felt that way, you know? And with the Night King, you just don't, all you know is that is what Brand told a couple of episodes ago that he just wants basically everything to go away, you know? Like, and you, yeah. And you mentioned Lord of the Rings earlier. And if you watch the battle, like Lord of the Rings or whatever, the thing that they do great in those movies is like, even though they're, they are dispatching like a bunch of ogres and it's the same enemies, there's great moments between the major characters. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's fantastic, there's comedy moments. There's like, you know, when they're having like a Legolas and a Gimli are having that thing where Gimli's like counting how many he has and Legolas has like got like, th- you know, 30 more or whatever. It's little things like that. I just wanted to see. Yeah. And it, it makes the battle more engaging and it makes it more, uh, tense filled. I never felt tension. Like when, when Brienne, even when Brienne was up against him, I was like, dude, like they're not going to, I don't think they're going to kill her like this by a bunch yeah. of like just undead. Yeah. You know? Because well, and you'd already seen her get overrun like three or four times and she didn't die. So you're just like, okay. By then I was like, I guess no one's going to die. You know, now I did think that maybe Arya as she's killing night King was going to die. But, um, you know, that, and I'm not saying that would have made it better, but I, I just think that a show that has been built on kind of tearing your heart out, that was their chance to do it. And, and it would have made sense, you know, cause it's just, Hey, in battle, you're going to lose people. Um, but you know, if like the third, you know, if like the fourth main character that died was the guy that we can't even think of his name, you know what I mean? Like, I think that's kind of a problem, but, um, well, and again, it, it has nothing to like, you know, I guess if you're expecting people to die in this episode and they don't die again, that's, that's the big thing. My issue is not even with the, the, the deaths, like there not being any deaths. My, it, like if there was no deaths, but there was, there was like great moments throughout the episode. Like I said, Jamie, even, you know, because they've been building up that he's not near the fighter he used to be and that he's got that left hand, you know, he doesn't even have that hand anymore. You know what I'm saying? And that, you know, there was no like payoff. Like it would have been great to see Jamie, like not being near the swordsman, maybe battling one of those generals and like getting, you know, just getting bested by him because like, yeah, he's not the fighter anymore, but it shows Jamie that like, that's how much he's changed is that he doesn't step away from a fight anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or he doesn't just talk about being a great swordsman. He's like trying to, I I, I don't know. I, I know I'm being really picky, but it's just because this show's that good. And I just feel like this show or this episode was kind of, it was a Other letdown. than the finale, it was probably the most anticipated episode of the entire series. And I just think there was a few missteps that were like really big ones. And I just, I don't know, for an episode that was 80 something minutes, a lot of it worked, but a lot of it didn't. But I'll just know? say, I, and, and we'll, we'll kind of wrap this up here in a minute, but this is, this is what it comes down to. Hard home was, even though it was, you know, one fourth of the time, it was a better battle than this. Like I've seen that probably six times just seeing it on TV or whatever or clips of it. And it still has that same tension. You know how it's going to play out, but it still has those great like goosebump moments. Battle, the, ba- Battle the Bastards, same thing. Yeah. You know? well, well, in Hard Home, and the epic scene where the, he just brings everybody back and there's just no sound and it's just John and them like going off on that boat. Yeah. They, they tri- like they did the same shit in this episode. Like that's not cool to me anymore. Like, you know what I mean? Like what would have been cool is Jon Snow. Like, I don't, I don't know. I won't get into like how I would have done it. Cause I mean, they, these guys know what they're doing for the most part. So I'm not trying to like act like I could have done it any better, but I'm just saying like, I just, I just agree battles, with you. I agree with you. I think, I think he yeah. should have had, a moment where he is fighting them one-on-one. Even if it's not the Night King, maybe he sends his generals to kind of take care of his, you know, light work or whatever, because he's got more important things to deal with. Cool. But give me something. I mean, or you've been showing those damn generals on the horses all the whole time and they don't fight anybody. Well, and also with with John, like a, a great moment just off the top of my head could have been, even though he knows he's the rightful heir, right? This would have summed up Jon Snow perfectly. And I know we're wanting to wrap up, but I just want to get across this point because I think this would be great for Jon Snow. Even though he knows now that he's the rightful heir, right? 
there could have been a great moment to where he's going to, 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 you know, where he still hasn't learned his lesson. Cause it's like, Hey, you can still show that Jon Snow's still that same guy. He's like, he'll put, but he could have been walking towards the night King and like a couple of his generals, because he was like, they were, they're pretty, you know, the battle had been lost and he was like the last one kind of standing there right then. And like, maybe there's, you know, knowing that he is the rightful heir and he's still going to do that. He's still going to risk his life to save Bran or to save Arya or to save the Stark name, even though he's not, uh, he's the rightful heir now and he's a Targaryen. What, wouldn't you think that would have been just a great moment to, to just show that even though he's this, it's this is Jon Snow. This see, is still, still Jon Snow. See, I still kind of felt that they showed that with him running to running towards him and with all those uh you know, people coming back to life and he's just cutting them down. I, I still got that vibe from what you're saying. I think they showed that. I look, when you when you see these war movies, you know, like Braveheart, Gladiator, all these different that you want the two main people to at some point face off. You want you you want that. And That's like not seeing it's honestly the equivalent to me of Luke and Darth Vader not fighting. Not having a lightsaber battle. Yeah. That that's the that's what the equivalent is of it. I mean truly it is. And my only my only fear is that they're they're going to wrap this show up and it's gonna be kind of a everybody's happy. You know, like No, I don't I think they're gonna I think there's gonna surprise you. I th- the only thing I'm thinking is that this episode took that those risks of letting everybody kind of get to this next point and that there's going to be a heartbreak in these next two there's, episodes. Look, there's got to be. And I know a lot of, and I know a lot of people are like, "Oh, I want to see this person." No. Like that that is not Game of Thrones. That has never been Game of Thrones. And if you look at the really good shows, Game of Thrones, Breaking Bad, like they have those insanely tough moment lost, you know, these insanely tough moments where at the time, man, it kills you, but it makes the story go forward and it makes but, sense for what's going on. Well, and again, I don't even, I, I don't even want to get into the, you know, dead, like it has to be a death. Like it, there can be heartbreak moments without it being a death. You no, know what I mean? They have to and die. So, Certain people have to die. See only to me, only if it makes sense for the show, like if they just killed off somebody in a cheap way and it didn't make sense to the, like, it just, you're kind of like how we were talking about with this other stuff. Like, man, like that really didn't fit like the whole bill. Like the, I don't mind it happening. I just meant like, if you're, if now you're just going to be like, uh, yeah, we're just going to kill off a few of these episodes. Same re- thing. I have a problem with just keeping characters alive just to do it. You know, Yeah. I just want it to fit and I want it to make sense. But, I mean, there's three episodes left. I mean, I know it's still going to be really good. I mean, even, you know, Game of Thrones that disappoints you is still, like, some of the best TV out there. Yeah. It was still a, a very well-made episode. I just can't get over some of the – I'm just kind of shocked at some of the choices they're making in this last season. Yeah, and, again, um, I I think if they had it – I think looking back, I wish they would have kind of ended the Night King thing last season. I think they – you know, if you're going to wrap it up, because, I mean, let's be honest, a lot of this stuff they could have cut out. Season 7, they could have cut out a lot of that stuff and just got right to it. Uh, they were kind of dragging it out, so that way, you know, build up more anticipation. But that, I, I just wish they would have got rid of that whole thing and then let, let's just focus on the Lannisters and the, the, the battle that everyone that you've seen day in and day out, episode after episode. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, the Night King yeah. was kind of always there in the background, but this is what has been in your face the whole time, you know? Um, yeah. But again, you know, and I think we'll both agree, overall, I, the ep- I like the episode. I'm not saying that it was trash, but there are just some th- some really big missed opportunities that I think we both agree they, that they just really dropped the ball on. And, you know, hopefully they're they're setting up something big for the final three episodes. Yeah, I mean, we might all look stupid if they come out in the next three episodes and, like, everything that we're concerned about ends up being... I mean, I'm still not going to back down from the, the Jon Snow stuff with the Night King and, like, the Night King kind of being an underwhelming villain. I still think that, like, that's they, they can't really fix that now, yeah. you know? And so but, that's but all, I'll just but say I, this. Again, like, some of this other stuff, like, if, if the characters that they kept alive are the characters... The store, like if this stuff takes, goes back to being where it's like, 
you don't know what's coming and it really shocks you and it's really makes sense and it really works. Like I won't, you know, I'm expecting that still from Game of Thrones, you know. But my, and this is the last thing um, I'll say is everyone that, that's still alive better have a purpose for being alive. You know what I'm saying? Like, for instance, uh, Varys. You know, they could have killed off Varys down in the in the things. Like, what purpose does he serve going forward? Now, if he has a big moment that serves the thing, okay, cool. But I just feel like these... If you're going to survive that kind of battle, the battle to end all battles, and Armageddon is what they were calling it, then you have to have something going forward that you're going to contribute in a big way. Does that make sense? Yeah, because ever since Game of Thrones has gone to, like, the big battles and the big budget, it's lost that sense of, like, the political side of Game of Thrones. Oh, like, yeah. the fame that were, like, you know, Littlefinger, you know, yeah. uh, Tyrion, and that, and all that was stuff. my favorite parts, honestly. I, uh, that's my favorite but, but part it, of it. it. it but it mixed so well with yeah. what Jon Snow was doing, what Arya was doing. They were kind of doing more like the battle stuff, right? And then they were doing like the, you know. So, again, I just feel like now, like, what concerned me is like kind of seeing the, you know, there's only three episodes left. There's going to be a battle for the, uh, definitely a battle on the water, I would think. I'm sure they're going to add some. Tyrion's going to have some moments, I'm sure, with like the political side of it, um, using his mind and stuff. But, with only three episodes left, that is a worry of mine is that it's just going to be another big battle. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I just, I kind of want those smaller moments. Yeah, you know? I'll agree with you on that for sure. Well, uh, all right, man. Well, thanks for joining me today. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Um, I know some of y'all probably won't agree with it, but, you know, that's that's what makes these shows fun. And, um, you know, I love having shows where, you can you have time to talk about it, and that's we were talking about Stranger Things, how much we love Stranger Things, but that's kind of the problem we have is by the time you're finished, everybody else has been finished for a week or whatever. Well, and and we would have just watched after this episode, we, we would have just went right went and watched it. You don't yeah. have time to digest it, you yeah. know, and and that's the thing with Game of Thrones is like, I, I just think it's okay to like even if you love a show, it's okay to like mention some of the problems. I mean, I, yeah. it's not like out here saying like man this is this show's trash now like no man i mean but it's you know i think game of thrones knows that too i think they were pretty sure i think Maisie williams who plays Arya, even said that she was worried that people weren't going to like that choice and john you know kit harrington had said like that he was a little disappointed when he read the script so i mean i think they kind of knew it was going to be divisive so but again i mean like you said i mean these next three episodes could knock it out of the park and we're just you know, yeah. I, I just want it to finish like all the best shows have that pressure to finish really strong. And I just hope Game of Thrones at least finishes strong. You yeah, know, I agree. All right, man. Well, again, thanks for joining me. Uh, thanks for listening. And you can join the show. Uh, a sarcastic mind. We're on uh, Twitter at pot of sarcasm and we're on Google Play, uh, iTunes, pretty much anywhere you can find podcast so thanks again for listening to the show and we'll see you next time